Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Three, two, one. Welcome to another episode of the Happy Hour Sports Betting Show. I am your host, Ricky Valero. On today's episode, we are going to break down our week six bets. And then, of course, we're going to dive right into week seven and give our bets as well. Um, as we're speaking right now, obviously, we've got a game going on which has more points than I think the last seven fantasy football or the last seven uh, uh, fantasy or freaking Thursday night football games that we've seen all season. Um, I do know that we've seen what back-to-back pick sixes before the end of the half, which was hilarious by Dalton. But um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to break down this week. Uh, Clarkson and I both kind of agreed that it was just one of these ugly weeks of betting, but we still found five plays each that we like, but it's always joined by my partner here. Clarkson, how are you, bud? Oh, doing all right, man. Um, like you said, it's going to be, I think it's going to be an ugly week of football. Um, I saw someone tweet out that Dalton is a good replacement for Jameis, apparently. So I thought that was funny. That is pretty funny. I mean, all things considered, right? I mean, it's it's <laughs> it's, it's wild to, to be here. It's wild that we're even talking about Andy Dalton being a starting quarterback this week. So, I mean, I just in general, you know what I mean? I just, I don't understand it, but... Uh, he's still in the league, and he's still throwing pick sixes. What more could you like? Um, all right, so last week we ended up going six and eight. Uh, Clarkson, break down your betting of last week and what happened. Uh, I was two and four total. Um, I missed every single one of my prop bets. Um, Jeff Wilson, Jr., over 65 and a half rushing yards. He had that fumble in the first half and just didn't get another carry. Um, Geno Smith over one and a half TDs. TD passes. I'm not really sure what happened there, but it didn't. It I'll tell you what. Good. So funny you stop right there. That was the bet I was talking about all week that I hated. <laughs> and I was like, I can't jinx it. So Cooper Cup over seven and a half receptions. He got caught at seven, which sucks. So that was an L. Um, and then I missed Chiefs plus three and a half. They lost by four. That was that was a brutal beat there, and then uh, but I did hit my lock: Dallas, Philadelphia over forty-one and a half, and New England, Cleveland under twenty-one and a half in the first half. To hit the Thursday night game too, I think you forgot that. Bet. Oh yeah, yeah, and the 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 one I got out in the, under the wire on Thursday night, the Cleve or the Washington Chicago under thirty-nine yeah. and a half points. Yeah, so you're three and four last week, and I was also three and four. Uh, my bets last week, we ended up being even on units because both of our locks hit. I think this might have been like the first time all year that our both of our locks hit at the same week. Like one week, I you hit it, I would hit it. And then the other week, I think it was like you hit it, and then I uh, I tied mine. But um, with that being said, Ravens minus one and a half at the half. Um, No-brainer, hit it on the head. Rodgers throwing over one and a half touchdown passes. Apparently, Rodgers can't play football anymore i don't don't even know Um, vikings over two and a half touchdowns i sweated that one 
profusely for a long period of time. Um, I, I think halfway through the third quarter, I had already kind of given up on that bet. Like we, we talked about it and I was like, I just, I, I give up on this bet period, but yeah. uh, that ended up coming through for me. Um, Marquez Veldas, uh, Scantling, uh, he didn't even catch a pass. Like, nope. He didn't even catch a pass. Well, I think he caught one, but it was called back for a whole Yeah, game. he had like a 20-yard touchdown that was called back or whatever. But he didn't even catch a pass all game. Like, he had three targets after having six-plus targets in like three straight weeks. Doesn't even catch a pass, so he doesn't even get near his 45-yard prop. The Cowboys go to kick a field goal, down nine. They miss the field goal. I lose the bet. We, we, we sat there and spoke about this. Clarkson, I think there was, there's four bets that we had that were on the cusp of winning. That's just betting for you. And then my lock of the week was the Cowboys over one and a half touchdowns. That was just a no brainer for me. The fact that that was minus minus one twenty was mind blowing to me. The Cowboys easily hit over that, but um, it was definitely a hard week for us. six and eight overall. Like I said, we broke even on units because both of our locks hit, which is are the two units. We are 26, 24 and two overall in the season. So we're still above 500 and we're up five units. Um, we've got five plays each for week seven. Clarkson, what you kick it off with your first play? Uh, I'm going to kick mine off with the one prop that I could find, uh, this week that I actually liked. Um, and it is Travis Etienne over 48 and a half rushing yards. Um, he's hit this two straight weeks, even before taking most of the lead back duties from James Robinson, he hit. He was at like 42 yards week one and like 47 yards in week three rushing. Um, he, like I said, he's taken that role away from James Robinson, um, who was running the ball well. But, I mean, Travis Etienne, I think, is just the, the more talented back. And uh, the Giants are giving up almost 150 rushing yards per game. So I can't – I don't have the the odds on here for some reason, but – I think it was like minus 115, something like that. But the Travis Etienne over 48 and a half rushing yards. Only only prop bet I've got this week. Like I said, I couldn't find many. Yeah, the thing about it is there's a couple teams that didn't have the props out yet because of injuries and stuff like that. And that's really delayed a lot of the betting. So it's like you have to hold off and wait. Um, it was just weird. Uh, my first prop bet of the week is actually going to be Derek Carr. No, sorry, that's going to be my – I can't give that one out yet. Give me the give me the Raiders first. Give me the Raiders minus three at the half against the Texans. Um, the Raiders have started uh, the, have the last three of their last four games. They've been ahead at the half. I like this team to come out strong. It was the bye week. This team has looked really rough, but they've looked really strong in the first half of every game. The Texans are not a good football team. They're just a weird football team. Like they play strong against the AFC South, but the rest of the, the rest of the league, they're just getting demolished by here. I like the Raiders a lot this week. Uh, and you'll see that I got a several couple different plays on them. I'm trying to highlight them as really my favorite team to really bet on this week, because there is a lackluster uh, picks this week that really just, I don't want to force it right in betting. You never want to force plays. So that's why we're here. We, we got the, got to five, but give me the Raiders minus three at the half with one unit there. Clarkson, what is your next play? Um, my next one, um, I don't understand how the line is even close on this. Uh, Tennessee, I've got them at minus one and a half, minus 126. I, I understand the AFC South is a crapshoot right now. Anybody can win any game. But the front seven of the Titans is going to – be in Matt Ryan's face all day long. 
I just don't see how, you know, I think it'll be a grinded out game for both teams. It looks like Jonathan Taylor might play, but I don't think this is going to be within a field goal. Um, and I think the Titans win maybe by touchdown, 10 points, something like that. But I don't think it's a particularly high scoring game, but give me the Titans minus one and a half. Ugh, that just makes me vomit. Just even talking about the Titans on this podcast and betting, <laughs> betting for them. It just makes me, it's just, ugh. But uh, my next play, I uh, actually like it though too because there's a couple of different plays in that game that I kind of leaned on. It was like, but every play that I liked, were, I leaned Titans. You know what I mean? Like halftime, um, they've been a pretty good first half team. I, it's crazy to me. I think they've scored two touchdowns in the second half all season, which is a great <laughs> number to me because like they've almost came back and lost like two games already this year. You know what I mean? Like teams yeah. have come back in the second half against them. They just for some reason, they're a one-half team, but somehow managed to just not lose the game at the last second. But uh, my bet of the week, uh, my prop bet here I like is Tyreek Hill over 78 and a half yards uh, receiving. Um, I saw this number, and it felt really, really low. Um, the Steelers, well, I'll bet they have a good defense. Two is back this week, and i like for him to come out and kind of light up some you know, fire underneath this offense. Tyreek finally had a great week with the the mixture of Skylar Thompson, Teddy Bridgewater, and Chris Clarkson at the same time, like throwing balls at him. So like he ended up with like over 100, and, I think it was like 170 yards last week or something on 12 catches. But uh, the Steelers secondary is banged up still, and uh, they've given up 100 yards receiving to receivers in I think five of the six games. Nelson Aguilar went for like 115 or something against him. Like Nelson Aguilar, I don't know if he's ever had 100 yards in any other game this year, but I like I like Hill a lot this week. Seventy eight yards feels very low, um, especially with Tua coming back. Give me this. I think I think he hammers this. I mean, I'm looking. He's probably got to be like one one twenty five this weekend. So yeah. get this in ASAP. Seventy eight and a half is nothing for Tyreek Hill. So I like Tyreek Hill over seventy eight and a half yards. What's your next bet? You can get a big chunk of that on on one play. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Them. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, my next pick. I'm going back to the well. They're six and zero against the spread. Or well, this is week six. Five and zero against the spread. I think they this get the six seven. and zero. Yeah. Stop confusing me. <laughs> uh, give me the Falcons plus seven and a half. I flexed it up a point because I didn't. I don't know if uh, if the Bengals are going to be last year's Bengals or this year's Bengals, and if Joe Burrow is actually good at football or not good at football. I I don't know, um, but I think Atlanta keeps it within a touchdown um, to go six and zero against the spread to start the year off such a such a weird thing like that team's playing football you know what i mean they're playing good football this year arthur yeah. smith I, I mean i question some of what he does out there but they 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 tick it to the a very good 49ers team like that 49ers yeah. defense is pretty good and they tore their mouth out you know what i mean so and that's the perfect segue for a team that i think is is favorite but not strongly favored, and that's the Kansas City Chiefs against the San Francisco 49ers. I like the Chiefs' money line at the half. Um, I, I think that the Chiefs obviously bounce back from losses. They do it very well, have done very well against at, bouncing back after the loss against um, with Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid at the top of the helm of that team. Um, I just like this Chiefs team. You know what I mean? Like they're playing good offense, and if the Falcons can decimate this team, what can what can't Patrick Mahomes do? You know what I mean? Like it's it's crazy yeah. to me. Like I said, bouncing off the loss, 
I like the Chiefs money line at the half. I also like the Chiefs money line for the game, even like them at minus two and a half. They're only sick of being upsold at gyms. My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Two and a half point favorites, which is, again, I just don't understand the odds here for this game. I understand it's on the road, but um, I like the Chiefs a lot this week. It's But uh, give me the Chiefs money line at the half. No, that makes a lot of sense. Um, two and a half points is basically what? A pick them on the road? So, yeah. Well, No. Two and a half points. If they're two and a half points favorites on the road, that means they're a five point favorite, really. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, but anyway, um, my next pick. I'm going back to another well here uh, because this, these, both of these teams really. I mean, the, the Ravens haven't really started off particularly fast. Yeah, they bled in a lot of games at the half, but haven't been really in many high scoring games except for that. Uh, Dolphins game. Um, the the one that I'm looking at, though, the bet I'm looking at for that is Cleveland-Baltimore under 23 first half. Um, I think it's the same thing that the Browns did last week uh, with the Patriots. I think it's a slow, grinded-out, run-the-football type game for both teams. And uh, so give me Cleveland-Baltimore under 23 first half, minus 115. Yeah, it's it's and especially the AFC North games are always a dog shoot, right? You know what I mean? They're always putting each other throats out. Um, this Cleveland team is doing everything it can to stay afloat until Watson comes back, which I think could really ignite this offense a lot. Um, but I, I do like it. I like that pick a lot. I mean, it's kind of like a no brainer in my opinion right now. Yeah. Uh, my next pick is the commanders over one and a half touchdowns versus the green bay packers um i like this bet a lot packers have given up 24 or more points in three straight games i think taylor uh, tyler haneke really kind of infuses a little bit of spunk in the commander's offense for them to easily get over this total i don't think they win the game i do think the packers come out and do show up a little bit more but i think haneke can really infuse a little bit of spunk and two touchdowns seems very easy, especially you're talking about a Packers team that's struggling mightily against everyone, like everyone right now. So I like this bet a whole lot. It was this close to being my lock, but hmm. I like one bet a little bit more that I already kind of gave part of what it was away, but it is what it is. But I will, without further ado, I'm going to give you the floor for the lock because you are betting on Zach Daddy Wilson <laughs> I love it. Give yeah. me all of it. Yeah. Uh, Ricky teased it there. Um, it looks like Russell Wilson might not play. Um, and even if he does play, I don't think, it, I, I don't really think it matters all that much. The Broncos look like dog shit. Um, the Jets actually look like a good football team, um, or at least a confident one. Uh, the line I got this morning is New York Jets plus one. Like that, that doesn't. I, I think I think they should be favored in this game. To be honest with you, um, the the Broncos are awful. They there's no be- belief 
in that locker room in Russell Wilson, even if if he does play, I think the Jets money line would be my lock. But if if he doesn't, I love the plus Jets plus one here. It's 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 crazy to me because this is a team I, I'm 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 not fully like on either New York team right now, right? I think both of them are really overachieving a lot. However, I will say if there is a better team of the two, I think it comes down to coaching, right? The coaching of these two teams is really good. Dabble came over from Buffalo, came over. He's, I think he's doing a lot for that all, uh, for that entire system. And I think Robert Sala is doing a great thing. The thing that I think that fluffer, fluff, flusters Wilson is that pass rush and they're able the Jets are able to get to the quarterback really relatively easily. So even if Wilson does play, I still think they hit him in the chin a few too many times and he's just out there playing with a, like a, a tear in his hamstring, a tear in his shoulder. So if he gets hit up or roughed up a couple of times, we've seen what happens already. This team can't score points for some reason. And in a low scoring game against this Jets team, I like that defense. I like their run game. They have Brees Hall who's actually breaking out tremendously right now and Zach Wilson's got to limit the mistakes and I think that if he kind of can get in a rhythm with some of these receivers if the offense sparks a little bit this team might might be you know might be something you know what I mean I don't think they're going to be great this year by any stretch of the imagination but you're talking about a team that is a year or two away from competing because of what they're building within that franchise they're making smart draft picks and I like that a lot yeah they could sneak they could sneak their way into the playoffs this year, to be honest with you, the way that the rest of the AFC East is shaping up. It wouldn't surprise me. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me at all because you know, my it's Miami, you have to see what two is gonna look like when he comes back. The Patriots are up and down each and every week. I you never know what team's gonna show up there too. So I like them a lot. I like them a lot this week. I I, I can't say that I, I don't love your bet, and I can't say that they won't be in multiple parlays of mine this weekend, especially stretching that line. If you can get that line to plus eight, you know what I mean, even on a plus seven, you know, on the side of things with a couple other teams, it's a, it's for me, it's a no brainer. Uh, my lock of the week is Derek Carr over one and a half touchdown passes. Um, against the Texans. Um, I spoke earlier how I think that they are going to bounce back this week. Uh, very strong in, in coming off the bye. They're taking on a Texans team. Like I said, they're just so questionable. But he has hit this number in all but one game this season. Um, it's very, very low number. I think it's like minus 120 last time I checked. But I am locking this one in, throwing away the key. I think that Derek Carr hits two touchdowns before the half. Um, I, I, I'm going to cash this bet before I'm going to cash my lock before the half this weekend. I'm going to feel good about it. I feel great about this bet. I'm, I'm putting the max bet on this one. I love it a lot. And um, yeah, I, I like this Raider team a lot. I'm going to ride or die by these Raiders this weekend. It's probably going to like end up eating me alive, but <laughs> yeah, the, the only, the only thing that scares me about that bet there is if they get up early quick and then lean on Jacobs. That's hey. the only thing I could see going on here. Just, I need you to get that juju out of here, bro. Like, like nobody asked. Like nobody asked you. I, I know I've been putting my two cents on your bets, but I ain't said nothing negative. I just calm down over there, right? Last week, whenever you said when you said Geno Smith over one and a half touchdowns, I didn't laugh. I didn't say you're an idiot. Hey, you, but but you reverse jinxed it by not saying anything. <laughs> Good point. Good point. Good point. <laughs> um, all right, folks. Uh, before we go, we like to recap our picks of the week. 
Parkson, I'm going to give you the floor. Give me all five picks. First pick, only prop, Travis Etienne, over 48 and a half rushing yards. Hit this in two straight weeks. Uh, just taking the bigger chunk of the roll from James Robertson. And uh, the Giants' run defense is just okay, not great. Uh, give me the Titans, minus one and a half. Um, Colts, I think, are just not a very good football team. Um, they struggle a lot with pass rush. Uh, Titans front seven, I think, is going to eat against Matt Ryan. Uh, Falcons, plus seven and a half. They're 5-0 and against the spread already this year. They're going to make it 6-0 and against the Bengals. Um, Cleveland, Baltimore, under 23 points in the first half. I think it's going to be a slow start to this game. I don't think there's going to be a ton of points overall, but give me the first half under 23. And then my lock of the week is going to be the New York Jets plus one against whatever quarterback goes out against the Broncos, whether that's Russell Wilson or Brett Ripien or whatever his name is. Right. Uh, yeah. I don't even, I, maybe Skylar Thompson's brother will be out there. Playing. <laughs> I don't even know. Right, you know, maybe they'll get zapped. You know what I'm saying? You never know. <laughs> Yeah. I saw something online. There's like a quarterback controversy, maybe in New England. I'm like, everybody, it's like, actually, there was a quarterback co- controversy down in Dallas, too. Everybody, it's actually, I, actually, breaking news it's the fourth Watt brother. PJ Watt is their backup quarterback. Wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise <laughs> me. I mean, it wouldn't either. All right. So now for my plays this week, my five picks of the week are as follows Give me the Raiders minus three at the half against the Texans. The Raiders have been ahead three of their last four games at the half. I like this team to come out strong in a week against a weaker team off the bye. Give me the Chiefs money line at the half against the 49ers. The 49ers are a strange team. I think they could do a good job of containing Mahomes, but they're coming off another loss. I like the Chiefs to be ahead at the half, which they have done in all three road games this season. Give me the Commanders over one and a half touchdowns um, versus the Packers. The Packers have given up 24 points in three straight games. I like Tyler Tyler Haneke to come in and fuse a little bit of a spunk in the Commanders' offense for them to get over this bet relatively easily. Give me Tyree Kill over 78 and a half yards. He's hit this number in four of six games this season alone. And I like Tua being back under the helm. The Steelers have given up 100 yards to receivers in four of six games this year, including to guys like Nelson Aguilar. So, and for my stone cold lock of the week, give me Derek Carr over one and a half touchdown passes against that same Houston Texans team I was talking about earlier. Carr has hit this number in all but one game this year. And honestly, I like this bet so much. I think that he comes out strong and he has two touchdowns before the half is even up. So recap real quick. Raiders uh, minus three at the first half. Chiefs money line in the first half. Commanders over one half touchdowns. Tyreek Hill 78 and a half, uh, over 78 and a half yards. And Derek Carr over one and a half touchdowns. Clarkson, I'm feeling it this week. I, you know, the picks that we we didn't we didn't force any. We're looking good. I'm I'm feeling strong about our teams. Um, I just don't feel strong about my fantasy teams. I think they all suck. Yeah, well, at least you didn't have two guys playing this earlier tonight that showed on by in the ESPN app. Well, I mean, I hate to break it to you, but that's what you get for playing on ESPN. So <laughs> I'm just saying. Fair. Right? Fair enough. I'm just saying. Yeah, folks, but listen, like I said, we uh strong week. We're going to have a strong week this week. I like it. I like what we got coming to the table. Make sure to check out Twitter um, at Chris Clarkson 91 at Ricky Blair underscore. Make sure to look out just in case anything shifts, any line shift, any momentum shift, any players that are out that might alter or fix our lines. We will be on Twitter and we will let you know about that. Um, I will put our locks up on the Music City Drive-In tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in. And let's win some money this weekend, guys.
Let's get after it. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.